I am. We're back. We're not gone for very long, but we are back. 2024 century at the plantation at Kapalua. Our betting preview here at Betsburts Golf. Mm. I am excited to uh, get in this little pocket of time here. This is uh, my little time with Andy uh, every Tuesday morning. Uh, joining me as always, Andy Molitor. What's going on, bud? It's fucking Wednesday, bud. I know. Um, this yeah, week, this you know. this week this week got weird. We had some you know, tech issues. We had some scheduling issues. The fact that we had a you know one fewer days. Normally, this will be eleven Eastern. On Tuesdays, in case you're wondering, that is going to be a time we're going to stick to from now on. God help us. Uh, God willing, the creek don't rise. Otherwise, no, I'm excited. This is a, it's not a full field, but it's a, it's a real tournament. It's the start of the 2024 season. We've got things sorted out. We've got a pretty good field because it is, you know, the tournament of champions are just not calling it that anymore. So basically uh, anybody who won, who wants to compete, obviously some of the live guys are not invited. Rory <laughs> is traditionally not someone who comes here because he does like to play those three or four events early in the season over in the Middle East, which is ironic, I guess, all things considered, <laughs> considering true. his stances. He did do uh, he did do some uh, Patrick Peterson backpedaling today, though. Oh, buddy. Elite, yes, elite cornerback Patrick or uh, Rory McIlroy, which, whatever, I'm fine. Uh, I do love the golf drama and whatnot that comes around with everything. But, no, it's it's a good field, right? Because not only yeah. not only the you know the winners, but they're adding anyone who was in the top fifty. So it's basically just a bunch of good golfers, small field, no cut, resort course. Yeah, we, like you said, we dropped the tournament of champions moniker because they have expanded the field because you do have the uh, top fifty finishers that didn't win uh, last season's FedEx Cup standing. So we have fifty nine of the sixty because as you mentioned, Rory starting next week in Dubai. Our last two defending champs are not here as well. Obviously, we have uh, John Rahm and uh, Cam Smith. They're now, uh, you know, they are growing the game uh, on a different. They're different tour currently, so they are growing the game. But yeah, obviously having uh, yeah, but it's, it's changed now too. We we. Also have this as a uh, a signature event. We are done with elevated events. We're done with designated events. Uh, we have signature events for 2024. And this is the start of the season. So this is like typically the start of the calendar year because the last handful, last decade or so, we've had that wonky like, you know, swing season stuff where like the Fortnite was, the, you know, the start of the season. Yeah. We're done with that. This is actually the start of the season. We, you know, we've, we're starting it here because it's a, a signature events, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow here, the FedEx cup points attached to it are massive as well. So we do have uh, you know, incentive for these guys to, you know, hit the ground running in, in uh, you know, resort course, no, no cut events. We have a bunch of those this year. We, a lot of these signature events are going to be that limited field, no cut, which I think, I don't think we love, but we'll see how it kind of comes out. And, you know, I think I, I like having a full field. I like having the cut, some of those are still going to be like that, but uh, this is kind of a new era. Uh, and maybe again, another transition year. We thought very much 2023 was a transition year, but 2024 feels like a, a transition year in terms of what, where the professional game is as well. So uh, yeah, but you know, again, we get the aesthetics of Kapalua in the plantation course. We get like PM golf because of like the time yeah. time zone difference. So especially if you're like, you know, central or East coast, you're going to get like prime time, golf here uh on the weekend which is just absolutely lovely tune in and you know obviously you know maui is is a fantastic scene for for golf to have in the background so it's a great way to start the season and then get us good, going here so. good timing for that too with the distinct lack of thursday night football this week 
it's true. A distinct lack of bowl games until we get to the national championship next week. So Thursday, and yeah, like you said, East Coast, even even Mountain and Pacific guys, it's not like it's you know in the early hours of the morning. It is still afternoon yeah. into the evening for some of that. You can watch golf all Thursday afternoon on Thursday and Friday. That's that's going to be lovely for me. Obviously, I do enjoy this tournament. I love. Uh, I've played here. It's uh, not at this course, at the other course in the same resort which is apparently even easier as I go shoot like 110. And then you go, I, I think I tell this story every year, but it's like, oh, this is this is a long course for me. This is actually kind of hard. And then you go out there and watch, you know, somebody win this event every year with like 25 under. And that's kind of where we're at as we quick, we'll kind of transition over here. Not going to be a, a deep, deep dive into this course. There's not a ton to say about it, but, you know, there, there's a few things. And definitely if you want a deeper dive, uh, I will link Ron's course preview in the show notes here. That's a good one if you want to read. He is putting even more extensive course previews together this year, but it is an easy-ish par three. I mean, it is, like we said, a resort course. It re- consistently will rank as one of the easier courses on the tour. The score, like we said, low to mid-20s. Um, somebody, what was what was Cam Smith's score in like 2022? 34 under. Yeah, 34 um, under. So, I mean, if, if the winds don't kick up off the ocean and it's just nice out, you could land a 747 on these fairways. Even if you yeah. miss them, it's not an issue. There's some downhill runouts where you can drive the ball a country mile. The greens are fairly sizable. Huge. And, I mean, you're just going to give yourself a taunt. Like, basically, it, hitting 18 greens is very distinct possibility for some of these guys. They all have a birdie or better rate. 15 of the 18 holes have a birdie or better rate of 13% of higher. It's it's it is truly a second shot birdie fest kind of course. Get there, get to the green, putt well in Bermuda. I mean a lot of it is maybe some people who don't play well here, that's the only thing that they're going to struggle with is like, oh, I just I couldn't make my putts because I don't play all that well in Bermuda or the, the slow greens kind of messed me up a little. And I just, <laughs> I shot, you know, I, I couldn't get anything lower than a 68 all week. I was like, oh, well, he finished 35th at 18 under. Yeah, it is, uh, you know, there's some interesting quirks to the course. I mean, it is obviously, I think, as you said, you know, the massive fairways when you when guys miss fairways here it's typically because they out drove the fairway mm, like they there's yeah. so much run out and the elevation changes because like, you have some of these uh just insane downhill uh shots where you just get so much extra carry and then run out too so uh especially if it's like dried out and we don't have any rain and it's not windy like you know missed fairways typically are long more so than like shanked left or right which is definitely interesting it also is very hard to miss the greens but because like there are they're huge, but they're tiered. So you want to be in the right spot of the green. So, you know, we will you know, participate with a drinking game with us this season. We're going to say, hey, this is the second shot course. Um, that's probably going to be 85, 90% of the courses are a second shot course. Because, uh, But again, like off the tee matters so little here, even distance, because I think everyone kind of gets distance. When you look at like the longest drives of the year last year, I think like the top six or seven are here. Like yeah. the majority of the top 20 are all here. Even guys that actually aren't known for distance whatsoever uh, can just catch the right hill, the right lie, and, and get some run out. So um, before we jump into it, too, I want to let folks know we're really excited about a couple of things we have going on this year. One is our uh, our database. 
now calling it the rabbit hole. We're going to you know, go down the rabbit hole and, and uh, kind of model some stuff out for you too. If you want to get access to it, we've partnered with VividPix to bring you a really easy way to claim a free, no strings attached, 2024 season with us at BetSports Golf. Um, you can head over to the site. We'll link it here in the show notes as well. You basically, if you're not familiar with VividPix, Vivid Seats, it's the same company. Uh, Vivid Picks is like a pick'em site, similar to some other ones out there, like you know, like Underdog or Prize Picks. Um, if you sign up with them, use promo code BetSpurtsGolf, deposit and play five dollars. They will match your deposit up to uh, up to two fifty. So if you want to play over there with us, we'll have some vivid content all season long as well. Uh, maybe talk about it on the shows. I'll have an article as well. Uh, but you can do it for just five dollars and play, and you can play other sports. So you want to like play Vivid Picks for NFL football uh, playoffs this week? You do that as well. Playoffs next week, like whatever. You don't have to play it on golf, but use promo code BetSportsGolf when you sign up at Vivid uh, and you can get, you'll get an email and you get access to our entire season. All the articles, tools, bets, discord, all that for five bucks. Um, so more info in the show notes, just go to BetSportsGolf.com. You'll find an article with all the details over there as well. So really excited about that partnership this year. We'll be talking about it quite a bit. Five bucks is less than 200 because that's what the uh, full it price is. for the, which and I, honestly I think it's a very reasonable price for a custom stats database that lets you build custom models, save it, and not only that, but and something we we were trying to do last year, and we were just needed to update a little more of the tech, which we have over the course of the off season. You with the access can look at our models. It just can yep. be under like, hey, there's a button, expert models. I already got mine saved. Mine's pretty simplistic this week. I'm probably going to update it, but uh, every week, uh, Ron, Noonan, and myself will put our models in there. And if you have access, you can just go look at how I rank the 59 golfers this week, according to, you know, and I'm going to label them how I'm using it. This is more of a course fit model because I know all these golfers are pretty good. It's not a, there's not a big delta between one and 59 like we have between, you know, some of the, hey, Scotty's in this tournament, but there's also some Monday qualifiers. Like, there's a big difference between guys like that. Obviously, here, it's a smaller gap, like the NFL compared to college football kind of stuff. But this week, I, I did go with the course fit one. And I think Ryan's going to kind of show you what he put together for this week as well. Yeah, we'll walk through. We'll just kind of talk through, I think, the stats that matter, see what it spits out, uh, and then kind of go through the betting board. You said it's, you know, other than Rory, we're we're loaded in terms of, uh, of what we have here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm again, I love this course so much. Um, I just is it's nice because you know, you and I are like just knee deep in football, so like it's really hard to like flip the switch and go to golf. And then, like, it's just re it's really nice to have it here where we can just it's nice to have on the background. It makes you know, we're both in like the Midwest, it's cold weather, and you just see Kapalua, and it's like, all right, we're in it. It, it makes you want to take a vacation. I am going 100%. to. I'm going to Napa in a few weeks. It's not quite as warm there, but man, it does make you want to go back. And yeah, and obviously, if you like scenery and good-looking golf courses, it's gorgeous. Um, it was a little away from the fires. The fires were in Lahaina. This is uh, a little closer to, I don't know, like uh, that that beach. You know that beach with the the black, uh, the big black cliff that they show every time you watch when you watch the Maui Invitational. It's the same like B-roll footage. They use all the same shots going in and out of commercials. You're going to see a bunch of whales cresting and shit like that. It's very beautiful. So, yeah, Thigala. Thigala is uh, a popular name this week. But yeah, I don't know. Let's uh, let's kind of talk about stats that matter for the week. 
because I think there are, you know, certain skill sets that play better here if you're good at certain things. We'll see how much of that we overlap with because I have a few thoughts. I don't know. Let's start with you. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, in terms of what matters here, because we mentioned too, it's a second shot course. Now, again, we have a unique track too. We're a par 73 uh, and it is, it is long, but it does not play long. And when you read the quotes, uh, Andy's experience aside, for these guys, this does not play long. Um, you have a, um, you know, you get the, the extra par four uh, instead of the par three, and you get a lot of wedges. So these guys are hitting driver and wedge, and a lot like partial wedges because you have a lot of when you look at like what's a, you know higher than a normal standard event, it's like the sub 100 range. So you're getting a lot of like it's almost like short game extended um, because this is where we talked about where you have like the runoff into the rough because you drew, out drove the fairway here. So I'm um, approach, but approach from like really close in matters. You talked about slow Bermuda greens. I think that that's impactful here too. Um, I think overall experience playing here matters a little bit too. You do have some, I mean, you're trying to like find corollary courses. I think you do see a little bit of like, and this is kind of crazy because you're going to have a, you know, a guy probably if the weather holds finishing in like the upper twenties, yeah. Augusta gets kind of called on a little bit because you have, you know, the wide open fairways, you're not really punished off the tee in terms of like wayward drives, distance helps, but I'm not giving distance any credence this week because I do no. think you see, you know, everyone kind of, you know, pop in, uh, in distance here. So like it helps a little bit, but like everyone's reaching the par fives and everyone has a wedge in here. So I want you to be really good with your wedge. Um, I want you to be able to, to score. You got to get birdies and bunches, take advantage of the par fives, uh, be able to, you know, knock some birdies out at a higher rate on the par fours as well. So, um, can you pull me up here? Is this, uh, I don't know why I can't share this. So I have to, I see my little screen. There we go. Awesome. All right. Well, let's walk through this here. Uh, again, this is the first time you've seen this, this is our rabbit hole. This is again, our customizable stat database where you can build custom models. It is very, very straightforward and easy to use. If you don't know how or you want to get some help, there's a little tutorial button here. Uh, that's for me last year. I could probably update it. We are pushing through another massive tech uh, load here in the next probably 24 to 48 hours. We're going to have some even more filters uh, and stats here. There are stats and filters in this tool that you cannot use anywhere else. Uh, any other spots that allow you to do this? Uh, we have some unique stats that you cannot put into pre-tournament customizable rankings. Uh, you also cannot take and cut it up into a CSV and do other stuff with it. Uh, and you cannot see anyone else's ranking. So we do feel like we have some uh, unique selling propositions here for you that I think are uh, are fun to play around with. And again, for five bucks, check that out on the Vivid deal. So uh, but let's go through it here. I mean, uh, the Benny board is also interesting and we'll talk through that once we spit some stuff out, Andy. But uh, what's your first stat? If you're going to give me one stat here that you want to model this week, uh, what's your first one? So I did, I did start to put something together. Like I said, obviously, I, I think I erased it after we did that tech update. So I have to remake my model again, which is which is not going to be that difficult. But this is one where, hey, greens and regulation is usually something I'm looking at. Can't do it this week. Not even a little <laughs> bit. Everybody, it's one of those where um, it's not like I need to go negative on this and say that's bad if you're good at greens and regulation. But something that is usually off the top of the model that I add almost every week is some sort of either greens and regulation, uh, going for greens hits, green going for greens birdies are better, nothing in that range. Um, on the fairway approach accuracy view there, Ryan, Yep, I I am going to add a couple buckets there 
I mean, I'm just going to rebuild my model right now in the background. Do while it. You're doing it. Good. But, you know, a couple of those, the, the fairway, probably fairway 70, 50 to 75 and 75 to 100, because okay. there are going to be so many shots, like you said, where people are going to be taking shots from 50 to 100 yards in. And, yeah, everybody on tour is pretty good at their short wedges, but there are guys who are better. And like you said, some of this is, you know, like like we're doing here, it's proximity. Because some of that is going to matter with the multifaceted, multi-tiered, undulated greens. It's not just hitting a green. Like hitting a green from 100 yards out, it sometimes can be a three-putt still. Getting a really close proximity, shot after shot, hole after hole, to let yourself have these 10 to 15-footers on these Bermuda greens on the right tier within, you know, striking distance of the hole, that's going to matter a lot to make you a score here. Yep. I like it. So you can see here we are defaulting to a uh, six month time frame in all rounds, but you can obviously drop this down. You can go back to your last two months, last month, last five years. And then I like here as well. 50. I like to do 50, 50 rounds. rounds. 50. I go okay. six. My, my standard, maybe, maybe this is something fun we can do throughout the year that you can talk yeah. me out of my, talk me out of my comfort zones. My standards are always six months, last 50 rounds. I don't like okay. to go a lot further. Um, obviously when we run into a beginning of the year like this, it's a little different. So I did Tough. go, I didn't want to go six months because there's some guys that just haven't played for like two or three. So I went nine months. I feel like that's close to what six months is going to look like when I'm doing this in the middle of the year. So last 50 rounds over the last nine months. Okay. We'll do that. We'll go 50 for nine in season. When these guys are playing every week, like I like to take a look at, and I might not weigh it, but I want to take a look to see if there's anyone popping uh, looking at the last, say 12, 16, 20 rounds. Cause that's the last three, four or five events. Uh, you just want to see if there's anything happening in the short term that you might miss. I do think in terms of you know golf metrics in general, probably having the longest view in the room is probably the best way to go, which is I think what Andy's talking about here. So we'll add this here. You can see all you need to do is click on this little plus button. We're going to talk about fairways 50 to 75. You can make a little note to yourself. We go fairways 50, 75. And this is just for yourself. Um, last nine months, last 50 rounds. Uh, and then again, this is nothing that you need to do um that you have to do this is just personal so uh let's see here we'll add that and that will be in there when i go and get it i'll do the same for 75 to 100 as well so we'll go uh 75 to 100 pretty straightforward and again i'm going to skip that for sake of the show now but uh again that's just for your notes and i'll show you where you can find that in uh later on all right all what right. are you thinking so I, I do think because you got a score scoring metrics, yeah, yeah. Some scoring metrics there. I let's just also capture you know the uh, slow Bermuda greens here and show people how they can do that too. So you can go to the filter by condition here. Um, this pulls up all sorts of stuff. You can see all the different things that you can cut this up into: par, length, event type, rounds, length, uh, green size, all that stuff. Uh, what I want here is I want some. I got we got slow Bermuda greens here. I want to capture slow Bermuda greens. Make this even bigger. Oh, there you go. Nice. You don't need to see us. No. We're going to apply that. Uh, let's see. I also think, for, especially for putting, you want to have uh, some pretty long uh, you know, views in terms of you know, getting a sample size that matters. As you can see, there's nothing that even has happened <laughs> in the last nine months that captures this. Uh, so let's go four years and 50 rounds. We're not going to get 50 rounds for most guys. Uh, we will go into the putting section. You can break into, this is, again, going to give you 
strokes gain putting, three putt avoidance, um, three putt avoidance from 25 plus uh, feet, which I think matters, and approach so putting. Basically, twos. lag putting. Like, how's your yes. lag putting, bud? And again, these are things that are uh, harder for you to find anywhere else. There's also some putting range buckets if you want to get into here. Let's just capture uh, just strokes game putting using this metric. We'll add it. We'll go last 50, last four years, uh, slow Bermuda. And we're going to add that and capture that. I do think we need some uh, some scoring as well here. So let's uh, let's get off of this. We'll clear this filter. And we'll get into some scoring stuff too. Because I think we can change how we weigh it. But I think you want to have some uh, some scoring metrics here too. You can see you can also get into specific buckets on par three, par four, par five scoring. We have some upgrades coming and some pushes there as well. But how should we capture scoring here, Andy? What do you think? I do. I do want to take a quick time out as well too. Yeah. When we get to the end of this and we create this model, it'll save. And if you label it, hey, this is my century model. Let's say you do pretty well. It's yep. worth remembering because um, you can just you can save this model and just rerun it with next year's field. It's already made there for you. It'll just update. In fact, you know, the, the weird thing is you can just say, I want to run the century model at, you know, here's somewhere that wouldn't like Detroit where it's the wrong model for sure. Like it'll take the Detroit field and tell you, well, if you apply all these metrics that you thought were important in Hawaii to Detroit, here's who's good, which would be a terrible idea. I'm just <laughs> saying, if you make something like this that's specific to a, let's say you make a bomber's paradise kind of kind of model, if you make yourself a, you know, a Bermuda, a pitch and putt, uh, you know, a target golf one, you can make one a little more broad and use it, you know, month after month, week after week, just going back and opening it up. So something to think about as far as using, because I'm, I'm going to take a little time this year and kind of think about how some of these did, go back and do some, maybe some retrospective each week and say like, is this something I want to save for next year? Yeah. I'm going to clean this up a little bit. Cause I still have my sea Island model available for you. Um, you can see here, if you click on this little link here, view expert rankings, you can go here and actually click any um, models that we've put out there as well. So you want to have access to Andy was touching on that too. You want to see Andy's model for the week. You want to see what I built. You want to see what Ron built. Uh, you can go ahead and get access to that here as well. Uh, I think pretty, pretty useful. And you can, you know, again, we're available in discord uh, at any time, just tag us for subscribers. You can ask us our thoughts, why we did something, why we waited the way we did. Uh, I think those are all, uh, I think important and constructive conversations to have as well. All right, buddy, how do we want to capture scoring? Do you want to do it just straight up birdies are better? Do you want to get into anything, you know, par four, par five specific? What should we do here? Probably just some birdies are better percentage. Okay. We do last 50 rounds. Yeah, let's go last 50, like kind of what I'm saying, last 50 rounds, last nine months. I'm going to add this yep. to mine as well. All right, birdie, better and on the, on the other end, too, it should say birdies are better percentage. So you just, you know, when you're making your notes, really, you just have to note if you're making any condition, filter conditions like time or, you know, if this yep. is only on Bermuda or something like that. Yep, for sure. You can see uh, the views where you can cut stuff up into, um, which I think is really cool. And then also the filter by condition. So these are things specifically that you can uh, add. And if you want to see it, obviously it's defaulting to rank. We have 59 guys in the field. You want to see what the actual number is here too as well. You can click the average and get the actual number um, that is relevant for them as well. You can also highlight guys here on the side, make them your favorites. 
uh, and then you can just show your favorites only here as well, which is, I think, some cool features. Right. How much How much more do you want to add? Because I don't like to get too nuts with adding too many different conditions. Yep. Um, just I think kind we're, of, a, think we're kind good. of a point of modeling, guys. If you add too much stuff, you're double counting. You're, you know, you're probably overdoing it. You're not going to get great results. Eventually, if you add too many things, it's just going to – it's pretty much going to line up with the betting market because it's like, oh, I put in the 15 most important stats. Well, all the best golfers are going to just kind of float towards the top. It's not going to give you uh, more of a look. And this is not something I use and just say, like, I'm always betting the number one guy in my model. It's more of a, these sure. are the guys that I think have the best course fit. I'm going to look at their prices. I'm going to judge where some of these numbers at. If somebody's way off and surprises me, I'm going to go look at where they played over the last, you know, time frame and see if there was some outlier kind of, you know, uh, results or maybe they played in a weird field, a weakened field that really bumps something up because all strokes gain metrics are relative to the field. So if you put John Rahm down in the Barracuda, or, you know, the Barracuda is a bad example. It's Mexico. Stableford. But uh, in the Barracuda, you know, in Mexico, like his his numbers are going to be quite high in something like that. It can throw things off a little. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, I think we'll probably have that too where, um, you know, I'm trying to pull back. There are things that I want to capture. And I think you're going to add some stuff and not give it weight if you want to just see what it spits out and where people are uh, in certain metrics. But I do think, you know, weighing it specifically – uh, becomes interesting where you start to double count. So I think I'm probably more apt to do that. Uh, and I think you'll probably have to help me pull back on some of that this season. You'll see, I'm going to click this create uh, mixed condition model button. And it's going to have some stuff that I've already uh, put in my model. So we'll see if there's anything else that we want to add. There'll be some redundancy as well. Uh, but let's click this and then we can talk about how we want to uh, weigh it and go from here. So you got a lot going on. Well, yeah. So this is some stuff um, I put in. Uh, birdie or better at Kapalua as well too. So capturing some of that. And again, that's like noisy because you have some guys that have never even played here. Um, did some of the same stuff, but I also captured some of the rough data that we touched on too because we did these same buckets here. Uh, same buckets here, right? In the last, I think my sample is smaller in terms of, I think last 24 rounds. Um, I, yeah, so I just did last six rounds. That's nice too. So if yeah, if you forget what you did, you can hover over that and it'll tell you all the filters you put in there. The yeah. labels are nice, but yeah, if you, if you do forget, like go, hover over that Bermuda one, the the putting there. Yeah. Like it'll say it's it's going to be called a green surface Bermuda all courses record last 50. So it will tell you what you did if you go back and forget. So all right, put yeah. some numbers in. Let's weigh it. Let's delete a few way things and yep. see what we come up with here um because so it's a little bit you know interesting and i get your thoughts too like short game um does matter a little bit because of like again some of these these are like 400 yard 420 yard uh par fours the guys are going to be driving like four, almost 400 yards so like it, it does capture a little bit of like we're going to miss some of this like 50 to 75 bucket because they're so close. So I do think having that a little bit matters. But again, we can just for the sake of uh, keeping it clean, uh, we don't have to do that. So I'm going to keep approach last six months here. Too. I, yeah, I, I will push back on that too because some of that is like, um, it's just going to capture around the green and that's yeah. just not going to come into play it, because I don't know how they're going to classify second shots on a sure. par four if they're 30 yards out. Like is that a is that a short game shot or is that an approach? So it's a little a little confusing on how the stats will treat some of that when you get weird events like this. Yeah, more weird courses, more more so. 
Um, do you want to capture any of the rough stuff, or should yeah. we? Uh, just, okay, we can make it smaller. Right? Make it so smaller. Right, we'll just do we'll give it five each again. Some of this is going to be redundant, right? If you we're going to capture approach last six months in the entire field, um, and you know, the 75 to 100 bucket from the fairway, like these are all approach, but we know, like, hey, this is the one spot where we want to give it a little bit of weight, knowing that we're going to have a higher distribution of approach shots from that bucket. Uh, but we also have a decent amount of like 200 plus here as well on some of like the par fives where uh, you have a little bit of a higher than normal approach from there as well. So I do think. Uh, having it counts. So, uh, what do you want to away? Do, what do you want to away approach last oh, six like months? Thirty percent. Okay. Lot. All right. So we got forty here already. Uh, fairway from uh, fifty to seventy-five. Last nine months, last fifty rounds. Anything in ten? Give me yeah, these go ten, ten each there. Okay. Take us to sixty. So again, this is all approach in different buckets. Yeah. But essentially, much. we're you know we're at sixty percent, which is fine. 60% scoring, 40% putting. Let's go. Uh, you want to go like 15, 25 there? Let's do it. All right. Perfect. You can see. I know the name next is, thing I'm going to ask for, for from tech. I want a little thing at the bottom that adds them up for me. thousand percent. Uh, we'll do this the show. Uh, we will do Sentry. All right. Yeah. All right. Make we'll sure see. you save it as an expert. All right. Now, <clears throat> if you have a subscription, you can go find this exact model under the expert models. Yep. And you can see here, this is what Andy's talking about, right? This is a bunch of stuff I built last year that I don't have to rerun. If it went well, uh, I can just go back in and I can see what I did. I can see how my results went. Uh, and then I can go back in and uh, spit out the same model that I did. If it went poorly, I can go back and find out what I want to do. So we're going to save and generate this model. And let's see what we get. Pretty quick too, especially since I'm streaming. So it's not bad. All right, top of the ball. Oh, guess who, guess who likes? Guess who likes his wedges? It's funny. I, there's quotes from Harris English too about this course, saying, "I'm normally not a driver guy, but I'm hitting driver like every hole here just because I can." I think he enjoys yep. it out here. Obviously, he's had some injury concerns, but you know I'm a Harris English guy, so I don't hate it. And then I, I don't either. Scotty, Scotty being near the top is pretty normal but you feel good everything about that. i've ran everything i ran had had the postman up there too okay uh yeah the first i think the model that i ran had hoagie at the top as well which again where we're going to get into like heavily weighted approach uh stuff that's going to you know oh, yeah. lean itself to uh to tom hoagie now look harris english has won here before uh recently uh so like this is this makes sense too and we're not even giving like we didn't pull any course history stuff here and look like yeah he hit some i should we necessarily like blind bet our top guy? No, but like Harris English was a guy that is interesting to me anyway, in, at least in terms of finishing positions, you know, played decently down the stretch a little bit last year, 10th at the BMW, uh, you know, T8 at the U S open started to turn the corner a little bit and we started to get a little bit more healthy. Uh, you know, last time we saw him was at the RSM where he went T28. Uh, so again, he's been playing some okay golf. Um, I don't hate it. Now he is way down the betting board from an outright standpoint. I think there are hundreds out there on Harris English uh, but again, like maybe someone that you want to look at from a matchup standpoint or someone you oh, want to look 10, at maybe from 20. a yeah, finishing position. Uh, I think he's also going to get plus money on some stuff down the board. So Scotty feels like he makes sense, right? So Scotty is the top of the board in terms of the outright market. Andy, no matter where you're at, you're basically 550, yeah. six to one on Scotty. Uh, that's tough. Uh, Vic is also around like nine or 10. They're the top of the board. 
Um, some other guys will will see where they're at as well. Um, you know, any any interest in going at the top of the board? I haven't seen any of your card. I don't know where you're at, but you know, again, like Scotty is getting a bump in terms of when you look here putting. This is not where we expect to see Scotty doing well. But look, we got the putting metrics slow Bermuda uh, in this field. We're getting Scotty seventh, which I think is really really interesting. That's one of those two where it's like I want to go back and do some looking. Like what 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 is driving that? What how is uh you know is it just a pretty small sample? And even if that is the case, I'm still willing to not say like oh I should drop Scotty to 50th in the model because he yeah. only putted you know a few times on Bermuda greens. But no, I uh, obviously I like it. I don't think I'm going to be betting a 550 this week. I'm looking kind of more in the middle of the field. But like you mentioned with Harris English. There's some guys, uh, obviously I mentioned Postman too. JT is probably something I'd look at for a top 10. I think there's a few guys that have some skill sets with some, oh, they could be a little more high volatility. I think that's what we're looking for here. Um, yeah. Your steady Eddie cut makers, that's not something you need at a, at a tournament filled with top end players. That is essentially a birdie fest, and everyone knows it. You need some guys who can go off, who can you know catch catch fire as far as if their wedges and their putters suddenly start working. You can see some, you know, you can see a 62, 63 out here. Yeah, and you need that. You have to have low sixties. I mean, we saw last year what happened where, like, uh, you know, we think about like Colin collapsing last year, and because uh, you know, solid lead, six shot lead heading into the final round. Um, he did but not like, make a bogey in that round. Right. He I mean, was minus 700 going into the final round, did not make a bogey or worse, and lost the tournament. That's yeah, the kind of scores we get here. I had him. That was the start of a I knew it was like, this, isn't, this, is, this year is going to be a real treat if I, if I can't even get Colin home at minus 700. But uh, no, that, that's a, the fun thing, too, about this one because no, no lead's safe, especially heading into just like the weekend, obviously. But yeah, some guys I looked at, like you said, Poston, um, probably Danny McCarthy, a decent maybe look at Jason Day. But again, some of those guys, it's probably going to be like top 10 bets. Yeah, no, I agree. It's tough to, and we're going to have this kind of predicament all year in terms of how do we approach the top of the board where these guys have massive win equity, uh, especially when you get into a spot where you're eliminating, you know, even though like the bottom 100 guys or whatever that are in the field, like you're still eliminating 100 other professional golfers. Uh, when you have these small fields, no cut events, definitely changes the dynamic. So, uh, you know, I'm probably going to pivot in terms of how I do some allocations in terms of unit sizing and stuff like that. Cause like, I think a guy has actual real win equity and I'm like, I don't really want to go to the top of the board when the guy is six or seven to one, but there are going to be times where I think it makes sense to do so this year. So the one that's really interesting at the top of the board or near the top of the board uh, so far is our guy Ludwig Oberg. We are already there. It already happened, Andy. Um, and he got a win, right? The last time I was at the RSM. But there is like, in terms of, hey, I want to be early on this guy. We did last year. We were trying to bet him at like 30 and 25. We are in a loaded field. Uh, and Ludwig is 14. Um, yeah. Everywhere, basically. Uh, Caesars is at plus 950. Uh, which is insane. Now, Chris, there's uh, you know, eighteen eighteen fifty out the, out of Chris. So you can get you can get some reasonable numbers, but I mean, Scotty Scheffler, Cantley, Shoffley, Hovland, Murkawa, Homa, Spieth, Hatton, Burns, Fitzy, Sungjae, Cam Young, Fleetwood, Ricky, Tom Kim. Like this is 
This is uh this isn't the RSM boys. Like it is crazy what his numbers are gonna do. It'll be interesting to see. I hope he scuffles a little. Um just like so get some better numbers. I think he's gonna play well come like uh spring. I'd love to be betting on him at like Bay Hill and a few places like that. So yeah. I kind of hope he plays like shit for a few weeks. Yeah, I, I agree. This does not seem a spot where like and again, like the whole game is there. That's why we're here. Uh, but a spot where like we can really reward his accuracy off the tee. Um, I don't think we necessarily get that here. Um, but again, like he has the whole bag, and that's why he is uh already won. That's why he held up um in spades at the Ryder Cup and why you know he's already at this price, which I think is you know very interesting in terms of you know, having you know, what a handful of uh, seven guys or so uh, short of 20. Uh, and this kid is uh, is already there. So uh, we wasted wasted no time. Um, I want to look at the back end of this. Let's look at this real quick and just look at the upside down. Uh, last in the model here is Jason Day, which I think is uh, which is interesting. Uh, Wyndham Clark, Justin Rose, uh, Kurt Kitayama, who I've heard uh, talked about. You mentioned Denny, um, Tommy here. These are some other guys that are at the bottom. Jordan, which I think makes a lot of sense. I've heard like the... Jordan and Sahith corollary were like they're really hot and cold. Uh, they could spray it off the tee, and it doesn't really matter here too too much. You, you can uh, you can still get rewarded here. Anyone that's uh, surprising to you to see here at the very bottom of the model? Yeah, I mean, I guess Jason, but some of that approach that makes sense. Some of the short approach to short irons, I guess that checks out. He doesn't have a lot of we don't have a lot of uh, putting stats for some of these guys. Um, Denny yeah. being Denny being kind of low, we might have to go. We might have to go for a, a bigger sample size than some of the putting. Um, Interesting, we didn't get any rough here for Denny either. Rough from uh, fifty to seventy-five, which is yeah. Um, I think we'll have to go for. It a, is kind a, of a weird range, you know. We don't get a, a massive, a massive uh, volume yeah. from there. Yeah, and if some of these guys like haven't played this course. Obviously, maybe that's a secondary factor we're looking at with some of these players where, hey, sure. should we avoid this guy just because he hasn't played here a lot or at all in some cases? I don't think Vincent Norman was in the field over the previous Tournament of Champions. Uh, Correct. Kind of uh, plays. Go Scroll down just a little. I mean, Akshay makes sense. He should be down there. Hadwin's fine. I'm fine with Hadwin being a bit of a fade this week. And Thigala, yeah, middle of the pack. That's fine. Yeah, I don't. See, I mean, I, I want to get behind it. I know, like, he's a buzzy. Like, this is a guy that's going to take a leap this year. There's a ton of talent there. Everything is so like just. It feels so unpredictable to me in terms of like when he has got it. I feel like he's a live guy, right? You bet him live. He looks like he's on. Whether it's you know something that round or uh, you know in tournament where he's piecing some stuff together, it just he seems like a guy that's uh, got to be a little bit more consistent for me to to want to trust him. So. No, he's a, he's a, he's a tricky one for me. So yeah, this is again, I, like you can, I haven't, I haven't played same bets yet on this okay. one. It was going to be this afternoon. Well, I get behind on golf because we missed Monday and then obviously sure. had some, had some tech issues sort out yesterday, but yeah, I haven't made any bets and a good question here uh, in the chat from Seb said, interested to hear about your investment strategy with no recent form, e.g. I'm avoiding top tens, etc. Cause I don't know if they're in form, so only want to bet upside. It is a little bit of a tricky part of the year with that because of, you know, who's in form, who might be in form. We don't really know. Is this one right? There we go. Look at us. There we bigger. go. Um, yeah, a lot of these guys, you haven't seen them play golf for quite a while at this point. We don't know. 
maybe there's something to be said for, hey, here's a guy I think I like. I think his course stats match up well. I like his price. Go go look at last year. Maybe he didn't play here, but go look how he played at Sony, Amex, a couple of the early tournaments, even up to waste management. See, you know, is there a consistent pattern of, boy, this guy sucks shit in January, or yeah. he comes back and plays well despite having played, you know, virtually no swing season events or something like that. I don't know if that's, you know, ever everybody might be doing it different each December where some guys say, I need to get in extra rounds down in Arizona this December because I need to figure some stuff out. But, you know, maybe maybe something to go off there. I know it's so hard to predict form here. I think I'm going to be doing a lot more uh, round-by-round, uh, head-to-head kind of betting here. But I think my top 10 strategy – Top, you know, top 20s just aren't going to be priced that well with a smaller field. Is going to be based on just some longer shots that I like, that I feel like, uh, you know, I might put a small outright on them, but a top 10 on like an 80 to 1 is kind of where I'm at with some of these bigger number guys. That makes sense. I do think, so there's a couple things here, right, where we're like, we run into this uh, in the swing season, and you run into it here, obviously, in like January in particular, maybe even February in terms of what matters. I, I do think that this being uh, a signature event now, this being, uh, you know, status elevated in terms of prize pool, in terms of uh, FedEx Cup points, I think it matters. So I do think you're, this is not like, a, you know, no, it's, it's not a fuck off tournament. Yeah, There's it's not a- training camp in the 80s. So these guys are like, have been just like, you know, Smoking cigs and like just you know hitting balls with the kids, the range. Like I think these guys are coming in ready. Uh, I think a lot of these guys don't fall out of form now. Again, competitive golf form versus like you know playing uh, you know games with your buddies and, and cash games at the club. I think are a little bit different. But I do think because of the status of the event, I think and knowing that like course history has shown up and mattered here a little bit. Looking at guys that have played here and have played here well over the years, I think I'm okay with maybe leaning into that a little bit more than say we would at a typical event because that's kind of all we have to go off of. So I would like to have seen a guy play here even one time uh, and have had some success. And that's why like Harris English popping at the top of the board makes some sense. As you mentioned, like, you know, might not be an outright play. Uh, let's see where we're at for Harris English from an outright play. Um, I think we're like around a hundred or so. And again, like it's a little rich. There are 90s, yeah, 120 on Chris, right? Uh, that's, that's rich. Um, but like Harris English, the T20, uh, two to one, two to ones are out there, plus 180 or so. So, yeah, I like that. And yeah, like you mentioned, this isn't some, this isn't Tigers tournament from a month ago in, sure. you know, what was it? The Bahamas? Why can't I think of that? Yeah. Hero at the Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah. It's a $20 million purse with $3.6 million to the winner. That's the same as. You know, that's the same as the RBC, the Wells Fargo, the Travelers, St. Jude, BMW. This is a bigger pot than the RBC Canadian, um, you know, Valero, any of the, any of those secondary, Charles Schwab Farmers, the Genesis. I mean, this is this is a bigger pot than, you know, Phoenix Open is signature this year. So this yep. is a $20 million pot. Guys aren't going to be, hey, I'm going to bring the kids. We're going to get some beach time. I'm going to goof around. It's a legit event that matters a lot towards the end of the year standings because and if you're money motivated you're doubly money motivated for anything that gives you a lot of points to add towards you know getting into the deep part of the playoffs in the summer 
I typically like to bet T40s because these guys that typically like get down here that I like are longer shots that I just really like. They profile well, maybe not like a place I want to allocate outright funds to. Obviously, we're not getting a T40 market uh, in a 59-man field, but Bet Rivers and DraftKings are offering T30 markets, uh, which again is I think pretty interesting. Now, again, we'll reference Harris English. I have a few more. Harris English minus 120 uh, to T30 here, which again, like, you know, you love laying juice uh, in in golf finishing position bets, but again, like this is kind of where we're at this week. So those are available out there too. Again, not every book, um, and you could price those out there as well. You have not made any outright bets. I've made one. I'm considering a couple others, but I've made one, uh, and I went to the well on Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, thought the number was bad. Uh, he last year. This is his first time coming last year. He was part of the group with Scheffler and Spawn that were in second behind Morikawa. Rom was one stroke behind those guys. Um, and again, like played really good golf, just, you know, not as good as, as Colin did. Uh, 66, 69, 66 in his first three rounds here. Played well. He had a T10 at Augusta here last or at Augusta last year as well. So like that correlate kind of ties together. He closed at 20 to one last year uh, in worse form and ever never played here. And it's coming in in better form and it's 30 to one. So, I like that quite a bit. There's still a 30 out there. There's some 22s out there, so it's moved a little bit. But again, you can shop and find a 30. Again, finished the year on a high note. He finished T9 or better in five of his final seven starts, uh, including the BMW, including the Tour Championship. He won comfortably on the DP World Tour in October. He won the Alfred Dunhill Lynx. Um, again, not an elite par four scorer historically, but these are like different as we talked about par four scoring. And like, he's really good and like bomb and wedge stuff. Um, really good short game. I think he's, you know, some stuff like shorter wedges is, is good. And a really strong, I think we had him up here in the slow Bermuda putting. Uh, he's fourth. So we know he can score here on slow Bermuda greens. So my only outright bat at 30, I uh, got that at seizures, but I think there's still some uh, some 30s on Fitzpatrick. So other guys that I was circling with like Morikawa, I like Homa, um, you know, and I like Scotty, but I do I want to play those prices? I don't think I want to. So uh, only one right now in the bag is Fitz. Yeah, I'm kind of the same thing. Like, I really like Cantley's fit. I don't yeah. like him as a person. I'm certainly not a, super interested at like 10 to 1. Same thing with Victor. Obviously, I love Victor as a person. He's an awesome dude, a lot of fun. But another one where it's like, hey, it's 12 to 1. Xander, oh, you're like 11, 12 to 1. Uh, Eric Cole, I don't know. Uh, everyone's kind of, I don't know. Uh, are we out? Are we just out yeah. now? Is it is it time? I'm trying to find his price here right now on this seventy. See, it's it's all these guys in the seventies that I'm love. I'm probably yeah. just you know, I'm going to look at Cole. I'm going to look at Poston. I'm going to look at Russ Henley at around fifty, and maybe Keegan, and find some good top ten, top twenty prices. I'm not sure I'll have a full on outright. Like I've seen a lot of people yeah. play on Morikawa. I don't know if I can after what he did to me last year. <laughs> um, like Ober is way too low. Home at eighteen. Home at eighteen is interesting, and I did just finish up my model, and I guess he's not super high. I have him seventeenth. He gets drugged down a little by his Bermuda or his birdies are better rate over the last fifty rounds, but everything else obviously checks out. He's just I put in, so I did a uh, just strokes game total, where it's yep. just hey over the last twelve months. All courses, like what's what's your total? Just kind of a uh, a placeholder for form in general, 
And obviously sure. he's super high in that spot. That's going to bring him up. Same thing with Eric Cole. Eric Cole's not too far behind him in the field and something like that. So, yeah, Homa uh, approach could be better, but it looks like he has a decent chipping game. His putting is good. Like I might, I might look at that. So, tentatively, what, what's the best price you're seeing on Maxi? Your 18 at Chris is by far the best out there. 14s everywhere else. There's some 12s even. So, I might 18 is great. Yeah, just to have somebody to cheer for. But obviously, yeah. Poston, like I said, Poston, Cole, Henley. A couple of other guys I'll look at. I'll put them in the Discord for sure once I price it all out and figure out who I'm betting. And then this afternoon, we'll be looking at uh, head-to-head prices. Yeah, love it. The uh, the other guy not quite at the top of the board, kind of in that next fold, uh, similar to where Fitz was that I, that I might add. The only other outright that I, I'm really considering because I just don't want to pay the freight. And I'm gonna be. I'm probably gonna have. Uh, maybe a lot of times I just come on here and I probably bet like you know what I'm, I got a two man card. I bet Vic and Homa. I'm just folding up shop and those. That's who I'm betting this week. Like that's gonna happen a handful of times this year. I don't want to start that way, uh, and I don't think like their skill sets are are like highlighted here per se. Um, though I you know again like you're never gonna find me talking ill will about either of their games. Sanjay M um, at 35 is really interesting. Has played well here before. Is uh, never finished worse than T13 and has gotten better every year. And he's played, again, he plays so frequently. He's played really good golf down the stretch. Again, like form is really fickle because we haven't seen these guys as much. But Sanjay has been playing really well. I like this for, for him. We, you know, we can get birdies, but like, like he, he played the Korean Genesis T2 there, BMW, he was seventh. The FedEx Cup uh, in St. Jude, he was sixth. Zozo, he was 12th. Just been playing really good golf. Um, and I think he really likes it here. So Sanjay is interesting to me. It's not a guy that I back in an outright market a lot. Like, so I might look at finishing positions, but 35 feels like a pretty good number. And I think that's the best out there. Uh, so that's the other one that I haven't added. Uh, yeah. And he's 28 at Chris. So that's like upside down comparatively where we're talking about all these other guys being you know, better at Chris, which is a really sharp, uh, you know, bookmaking price making book. Whereas there's yeah, some 35s. Me on, about Homa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he's so short still, so uh, that's tougher. But yeah, when you get into these guys that are in, down in the 30s a little bit, when you get a he's sub 30 on Chris and 35 out there at domestics, I think uh, Sanjay is interesting too. So yeah. uh, I did one of my favorite little, like, uh, you know, anyone who was you know, betting professionally will tell you I'm a donkey. I tell you I'm a donkey when I do it. Um, I love my finishing position parlays. You throw a Scotty and Sanjay T20 together, which I know is poorly correlated and the math doesn't math, and it's bad. Um, they're fun. I want to get access to Scotty doing well. I parlay his T20 with Sanjay T20 uh, plus 135 on FanDuel, which is an interesting bet to me. So uh, that's one deep down the board. Another finishing position guy that I want to mention, not an outright play for me, but um, Eric Van Royen's been playing some really good golf. Yeah, I saw his name brought up and I dug in. Minnesota Gopher. Yeah, yeah, it's one of your guys. Like in the spring and the summer, we're terrible. Just miscut all the time. Uh, but he, he won the second worldwide technology championship of the season, right? That was the uh El Cardinal one. Um, Diamante, and, yeah. Like, he he has gained strokes on approach in five straight. That does not include the win because they didn't have any shot link data captured there. Uh, T25 here. I will assume year. he gained strokes on the field that day. I think he probably gained strokes on his win. Uh, and again, like he played here last year, T20 or no, uh, 2022, T25. So at least he's like, he's been here before. And like I said, Bat Rivers, 
is going to take a T30 bet there at plus money. Uh, I think DraftKings as well, plus 140 for him to come in the top half of the field. Um, I like it, and he's, he's playing pretty good golf. So that'd be a deeper down the board you know, bomb that I'm not interested in getting into an outright uh, bet on, but I think he's going to play some good golf. So that's all I got. Yeah, I'm about there. I'll I'll post some stuff. I'll have a newsletter out here in a few hours. I'll put some thoughts and that I have after a little more research in there. Do some do my own research. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's probably going to be a lighter card on the outrights, and I'll have to take a look at what we have. I know when you have a smaller field, the head to heads tend to be mm-hmm. less, but it's usually not by a lot because it's still. You know, they're not making add-to-head markets for the, the Monday qualifiers and, and the guys in on sponsors exemptions at the bottom of the field. It's still just sure. mostly the, the the top to middle of the field anyway. So I feel like we might have a good offering. I just haven't run my numbers on any of it yet. I will get to that. I'm happy that until we get to the farmers, we will have a normal week of prep for most of that. I got to remember that week to like start on Sunday, start on Sunday. Ahead of that, everybody. I, I think the schedule's the same this week, this year. Can we, should we do that as our last, like, our last favor to the to the crowd? Anyone who's listening, watching. Yeah. There's some, I, uh, some. Uh, there are some wrinkles that are a little different. Well, um, I, I think that's the one that they. It starts Wednesday. It. Yeah, it starts the Farmers Insurance Open, January yeah. 24th through the 27th. It does start on Wednesday. That's in three weeks from this tournament. So next week we're at Sony, the week after Amex and La Quinta, and then the Farmers Open. Remember, you have one fewer days because they do not want golf going up against the NFC and AFC title games. Makes sense. If you guys stuck around, or even if you didn't, and you're watching this later, hit a thumbs up. I would love that. If you listen to this a podcast, I'd love you to rate and review. That helps us out. If you uh, want to help us out at all, if you want to get access to the custom database that we built our models on, obviously go over at betspurtsgolf.com. You can get that deal with the Vivid Picks. You can get five bucks. If uh, if that's not something you want to do, we also will offer discounts all year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you just want to try it out for a little bit, you can DM either one of us. We can probably get you a promo code to try it out for a week or two. Hit us up. If you have any questions, hit us up. If you want to join the Discord, there are some free channels in there. Hit us up. Otherwise, we'll check you next week for more Hawaiian action. We'll see you then, guys. <laughs>